The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The sports gambling podcast is brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support the sports gambling podcast? All you have to do is log into sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Amazon. Bookmark that link and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. Yes. Woo. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. Yeah, buddy. My name is Colby Dan, AKA the database. And on the other side of the old microphone or table, whatever you want to say you got look last time I did a solo episode, but thunder and lightning is back in the house. <laughs> you know, uh, the, Tecmo runner up <laughs> to the runner up. Mm. The yeah. <laughs> facts. Hashtag big facts. The three point ceiling shooting. <laughs> I don't know if we ever told that story. Burrito eating. Yes, I hit the Raptors s- with a three pointer. Sideline kiss stealing. <laughs> Give it up for a former. Former James Madison defensive back Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, how you doing, pal? Buddy, life is good. We got a couple good NBA series going on right now. We already know who the champion's gonna be, but the series are at least compelling matchups for the time being. I <laughs> did you see that non-charge call? For the Rockets against the Warriors against uh, Draymond, was yeah, it? That uh, was the charge in every way, and I, I don't like Draymond Green. Yeah, <laughs> that's so bad of a non-call. Like yeah. it is how I would teach it to my to is if I had Harden. Uh, yes, runs right, and this is like pivotal point in the game. Yeah, comes right down, and it's. I mean, I, I retweeted him. this thing. Feel free to watch this thing. Yeah, I'm just saying if 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 I was teaching a basketball clinic or something, I would be like, this is how you should take a charge. Take a charge. Textbook. I mean, it's so obvious. It's not right. even close. Yeah, not even close. Let me ask you this, Colby. What's that? Who's the bigger superstar? Is it Harden or Draymond? <laughs> Harden. Okay. Well. Yeah. Hence the call. I got into it on. With That's the, the on NBA ruling. It has less to do with the textbook perfection but, of. The technique it keeps me fired up. The NBA is almost, and I I'm the worst because I stay diving in. Yeah, but I'm just like, they want to keep the series going, but that it's just not right. You're a, you're a consumer. You are you are whether def- you like it or not. Well, no, that's why the XFL is going to fill that void, and I can turn the NBA off. Hmm. Ooh, XFL, you are filling more than one void. Yeah. Which is the manliness contact element? Well, I already of real watched. Football, I already, yeah, exactly. But also the dearth of quality entertainment in the spring season. And 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 that's the thing is like, 
I already watched the NHL over the NBA. If both are on at the same time, I'm watching the NHL. Yeah. That's like pretty out. And le- I mean, unless it's like four to nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's one, one or a one, one goal game or, or even two, Oh, I would watch yeah. until like the th- late in the third period. What do they say? Two Oh is the, uh, most dangerous score in all the sports. Do they say that? I think because <laughs> you just in like, baseball or hockey, or you what? get complacent. Okay. And lo and behold, they bang, bang, hit two goals. I think it's soccer. Actually. They say that, but ah. it might be hockey too. Ah, so, uh, I mean, look, NBA finals, my projections getting, I'm getting a little shaky over here. Mm-hmm. I mean, my warriors, I think still look good because they sent that game to overtime. It, you could argue it should be three, nothing warriors right now because of that, uh, non call there. Um, the warriors, uh, look for as bad as poorly as clay Thompson and Steph Curry played in game three for them to be that fucking close. That just shows they always have one weapon. Who's going to be hitting, you know, Durant yeah. went off. What do you have? 40, yeah, well, 41, he's the best 42. of them all. So yeah. when it came down to the stretch, came down the stretch in that game, Durant was like, I need to score in two seconds. So I'm going to do it. They just caught the ball on the baseline. They like needed a possession to get two for one, which he actually did not do on the last possession. They fucked that up. Yeah. Um, but probably a minute before that or 30 seconds before that, he was just like, uh, I'm going to have the ball for literally one second and I'm going to score with it and like get us back into this game or keep us within a possession. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I mean, here's the thing is that golden state kind of sucks a little bit defensively right now. Uh, or at least against well, Harden. That's because it's the Rockets and they can shoot. Like, there was a great point uh, someone on Twitter made of like, it was a fast break. It was a five on four or five on three. And all five Rockets players went to, or, so the guy dribbling, so all four players went to the three point line, which was fucking hilarious <laughs> to me to watch. No one's like, low. what a, what a changed fucking game we're watching here. Yeah. But I mean, look, I'm still feeling good about the Warriors. Now, the Celtics, on the other hand, I still, I still like their spot. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, I mean, but there's pressure now. They have to win this next game. Yeah. If they lose this game, they're they're going to lose the series. Well, they're going. They would be going back home to uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee would with a three zero three one lead. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's it. So this is a must win game for them. I'm still not ready to hit the panic button because I do think they're capable of winning three in a row or or, th- or four or three out of four. Sure. Um, but obviously that was a big one because they were up early. I think by double digits and to blow that and then lose by double digits or, or per, I think, I think they cut it down to like six or seven with free throws and garbage time. Yeah. But they were, th- that was a, they a bit were of a shock. You're yeah. looking all right, Patty. See, you're coming back hey. on your bucks. Hey, I am not confident in that though. The one thing is that they have no one to cover Giannis and uh, it's real bad because he's, he's like Shaq in that regard where it's like, it's one thing if you don't have anyone to cover him, and he may or may not hit his shots. You know, it's another thing when you don't have anyone that can cover him and he's every shot's a dunk, <laughs> you know, yeah. or like a, a, like a two footer. And then, and then your Raptors came storming back today. Uh, that was, a, that was just a, a shit game to me. I mean, it was good, but it was shit. Like, yeah, I, I have a hard, those are two evenly matched teams. If they're... Kawhi's having a good night, the Raptors are going to win. If he's having an off night. Yeah. Sixers going to win. That's the story of that series. That one still screams NyQuil to me. <laughs> right. Like that series like makes you want to fall asleep watching yeah. that those games. Uh-huh. Now the Blazers and the Nuggets is probably one of the more entertaining series, even though 
they both probably shouldn't be this far right. off. Right. Especially coming from the traditionally more powerful Western Conference. Western Conference, uh not a, not as not as great as it used to be this year. It was the seeding, I think. Around yeah, maybe just entirely. The Spurs just took a step back a little bit. Yeah. LeBron didn't make it in there where we thought he that he would. Yeah. Um, I actually think the Clippers are probably better than the Nuggets and the Blazers, right? I don't know. I think we may be selling both of those teams short. No, I watch the Blazers or maybe the Nuggets. I'm selling short the Blazers. I watch the. I'm rooting for the Blazers. Patty. See, I've kind of been a closet Blazer fan my entire life. Yeah. I watched that overtime game. They won in what? Four overtimes. And I still can't. It was almost like they don't have a coach. They don't know how to run an offense. They don't games on the line. They have a two point lead, three point lead. And they're shooting shots once they could drown out the clock. Uh, it's it, it was just really bad basketball to me. They won the game and it was a very entertaining game, but they from, got a couple calls at the end of that too. From a coaching standpoint, I thought it, I would have graded the Blazers coaching as an F because, or, or the, maybe he's coaching and they're just not listening to him. Yeah. But uh, I mean, some of the possessions down the stretch, I could not believe that was like there, there was no screening. No, I, I just didn't. I, it was like street ball. You were watching street ball. It's like, you're shooting a highly contested shot with 12 on the shot clock or 14 on the shot clock. And there's 35 seconds left in the game and you're up by three. What are you doing? Right. Like how this is basketball one-on-one here. You it know what I mean? Mainly like, McCollum getting it done. At yeah. The end of that uh, Lillard game. actually struggled a lot that game. Yeah. But the nuggets came back one tonight. Series is tied at two. I actually think Denver's going to win this series. <sighs> I don't, I think Denver's the better. Let me team. tell you why. I know. I think I agree with you that Denver's a slightly better team, uh, just because they have an inside-outside combination, whereas uh, Portland's ma- game is completely along the perimeter with uh, McCollum and Lillard being the real studs there. Uh, and I think that having two having of the some, three in Denver, what's that? Two, two of the th- three left are in Denver. That that that's a big factor. And I think that that guy, Jamal Murray is way better than people are giving. Him I, credit I would for. agree with that. He's coming. He's, he's showing up as kind of like a star here, but uh, look, the more compelling matchup is usually what wins. And Damon, Damon Lillard is the biggest star in that series, right? He's a playoff clutch, you know, so he'll bring Denver is a much bigger city than Portland. That's true. That's true. And maybe Denver does. You know, maybe this is their stepping into the uh, I think, spotlight. But isn't Denver, Denver one of the fastest growing cities in the country? Well, I guess Portland's a, a growing city too, but I think Denver's like Colorado. The state of Colorado is really growing. Yeah, blowing up. Yeah. And the weed is really growing there too. Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Look, all I'm saying is... Here's what I'm saying. Curry that? versus Curry in the fucking Western Conference Finals is a storyline that they would the like NBA that would thing. like that. Yep. I think uh, fucking a little West West Coast, you know... Maybe it's like the uh, NFL where they don't want the inland teams in there as much. They don't have yeah. as much draw as the coastal teams for whatever reason. I don't know. It just feels like Portland is the more marketable team that has a, a deeper playoff run traditionally. And I don't know well, that Portland is traditionally a playoff team. Yeah. And I don't know that and Denver is it definitely is not. not. Right? <laughs> um, so on that alone, but uh, it could be maybe Denver is stepping up to like fill a void in the West. And this is their coming out party here. We'll see. I mean, I either way they're going to, if they could potentially get swept by uh, the warriors. Yeah. Both teams are like five games at a six at most, but um, probably five could get swept. Yeah. The let's switch over to hockey. 
because I'm still alive for my original NBA picks, but my NHL picks, thankfully the St. Louis blues today, one, when it won game six in Dallas, four to one, we're going back to St. Louis for game seven. Nice. All right. I'm a little on edge there. I thought, I thought before today's game, I was thinking, man, I'm going to, I'm going to, my projections are finally going to take the hit that I, I thought my blues come through for me. Give it up for miles Davis. Uh, and, and my Bruins are in the look. I, I don't like the Bruins, but I, I'm talking my original picks were Boston and St. Louis. Boston's up three two, looking pretty good. I had I got the Sharks beating the Avalanche. They're up three two, and then the one good. thing that keeps fucking me is Tom Dundon. Tom Dundon and the Carolina Hurricanes the Islanders' ass. Just brutal, man. It, it, five to two. The last two I don't know games. What the, what the make of this is. Is he going to win it all this year? You said no ice in the arena, Colby. Yeah, there is no ice in the arena right now. That's right. Cause they swept, they swept, they swept the, New uh, York fucking ice right out of their arena. Um, damn. So Carolina and Donnan going to the conference finals, Eastern conference finals, probably going to be, uh, I'm thinking it's going to be Carolina, Boston. Yeah. And then San Jose and St. Louis. Look, I've got a decision to make. And yeah, I think you're right. San Jose and St. Louis. Uh, I got a decision to make about a tough situation. Do I root for Boston for whom I have developed a sizzling fucking hatred? for? Yeah, I hate as a city, especially as it relates to their fans uh, and their spoiled asses and their cocky asses and their shit talking asses. My hand still Still in the light, late stages of recovery. Are you going down? Is what you're saying? Punching a fucking Boston, uh, New England Patriots fan in the face. <laughs> Thirty minutes after the Super Bowl ended, um, but I can't go down it. They're gonna make me root for fucking Boston, at yeah. least for the Eastern to, to get to the finals. To get and to the then finals. have either San Jose or St. Louis. Give me the Sharks, yeah. baby. Yeah. Give me the Sharks. Shark. 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 <laughs> Woo. <laughs> You better start thinking Chomp, about yours, baby. buddy. That's right. You got your potential. You really gonna have to start thinking. You really have to start thinking about that. I am thinking hard and I don't li- I see what they're doing <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't like, like it. it. Dude, by the way, this was a hilarious back. Just really quick back to the NBA thing that I thought was just fucking hilarious. Vernon, are you, Vernon Maxwell. You remember Vernon Maxwell, right? Yeah. Houston Rockets shooting guard back in the Olajuwon era. Old Mad Max. I was a big fan of his game because he was Talk about a dude that would pull up from half court and like bury a fucking three. Yeah. When he was on, that guy was an animal. Those Rockets teams had some role players for yeah. sure. Which I'm going to bring something up to you that I want to fucking argue on air with you, but keep okay. going. Make a note of it. Okay. Um, well, Maxwell also amazing because he went up to the crowd and actually punched that fan in the face. Do you, do you remember that? <laughs> no. Back in the 90s? I do not remember that. Uh, someone was talking shit to him and he went up in the crowd and oh, handled his amazing. business. But uh, he did a tweet today. He's had it. He's had a big thing with the hell, the, the racist Utah jazz fans. Uh-huh. So his tweet today says, Hey guys, the throwback Mad Max jerseys are a hundred dollars. So he's got a picture of these classic uh, old school rockets jerseys. Uh, he, I, I'm assuming he has a bunches of them because yeah. he said, if you would like them signed, they're 150. If you, if you're a jazz fan, the price is $500 and please unfollow me. Text and then he puts his phone number or email Vernon Mad Max at uh, gmail.com to place your order. Yeah. I love that he's still talking shit <laughs> to the Utah Jazz fans. You know what? And they, they capitalized on a no Jordan era, you know, <laughs> at the right time. And he, they got rings, which the Jazz have none to show. By the way, these uniforms are better than what the Rockets wear now. Yes. 
by a country mile. Yes. So why don't they? I just don't get it. I don't get it. Either way, it made me really happy. You know what? To see that he's it's still kind carrying of this unbelievable grudge. Unbelievable that uh, this is like a recurring thing for Utah. Look, I'm. That's amazing. Uh, that's uh, what was that? <laughs> Mark Kelso. Mark Kelso wearing the double helmet. <laughs> Good gosh. Um, no, it's kind of amazing that like I, I I hate I hate race. My my idea of you know solving the race situation. I there's two ways to do it. There's to talk about it and bring it bring it into the light and like you know expose it for what it is and like accept the reality of it and then grow from there. Right. Then there's also the part that I kind of like gravitate toward, which is like, just don't even fucking mention it. You know, don't like, uh, don't acknowledge that there's race. And then people like, I feel like in other countries, they don't make a thing of race. And it's like, yeah, we just, we just fuck each other. And then we become like all together the same thing, you know? And so well, isn't our history just a little bit worse? It, it makes it a little yeah. harder to yeah. do that. I agree. But even still, like, I think that sometimes like, if we over focus on race, it doesn't help the problem. You know, I feel like if we could just be like, all right, shut the fuck up about race. Uh, and, but I get it. I get where at the same time, it's like, if you ignore it when there's clearly a problem, then it's uh, like, but, I mean, I still think, uh, I don't know where this episode is going right now, but uh, <laughs> I, I think we kind of, my, I guess my problem is I think we over, we ignore, like how is Malcolm X not read in school? That's true. You know what I mean? Like, how is that? We do ignore some things that shouldn't get ignored. So on the, in that in that regard, it's a tough thing to handle. Either way, yeah. The Utah Jazz. How do you have like <laughs> twenty episodes? Of yeah. Like, well, Vernon, and this shit is like Vernon Maxwell's been retired for probably twenty years. Yeah. So I mean, if not twenty years, then a good fifteen. Right. You know, or eighteen. So that was twenty years ago that that went yeah. down. Twenty five years, twenty four years <laughs> yeah, ago, yeah, yeah, and uh, and he's still holding on it. So it must have been pretty bad. It must have been pretty bad, and the fact that it just popped up earlier this season yeah. with uh, Westbrook, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, yo, chill with it. <laughs> and I think there was uh, other players. Well, uh, I mean, I think some opposing players that were now playing for the Utah Jazz when they had their team meeting explained when they were on other teams, they got it, they had it when they came into Utah. Yeah, so that kind of. Look, I lo- I went to Utah. I, I went to it's Salt a beautiful Lake State. It's amazing. I, lo- I love the state. Yeah. Really nice people. Yeah, I'm white though, so <laughs> I don't know if that had a factor. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get to college football, buddy. Or you had something no, you wanted I to had argue something with me else first. I wanted to fucking yeah. say to you. You know what? And and you, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. <laughs> You're starting to sound. I want that pilot. <laughs> I am I am embodying David Thompson right now. Okay. Let me just say this. David Robinson was a better basketball player than Akeem Olajuwon. <laughs> Let me just say this. Get out of here. Okay. This is you, silly. They played in the playoffs one time, right? Robinson lost four games to two, right? Now let me let me ask you, what is the head-to-head record for the rest of their careers against each other? I have no idea. Robinson, we would you say for most of their careers they had a similar supporting cast, if not the Rockets having a better supporting cast no. for a lot of those years. Because uh, Olajuwon, when did he leave Houston? Let's see how many games they played when Olajuwon was not part of Houston. I'm saying when one game, one game when uh, Olajuwon was, or two games. No, I no, no, say. no. I'm saying though when Houston. No, no, no. That's not the question I'm asking. I'm saying when after Drexler. Because Olajuwon stayed, and they had they were shitty. Two thousand one was the last time Olajuwon played 
for the Rockets. Okay. So I'm saying like those teams are pretty okay. Let, yeah. Let's let's look at their prime then, because I got a game by game thing pulled up. But here. but my my argument would be also that I think the Spurs once they got Duncan were better teams, and also they, the Spurs were well, always sure. the Spurs were always money in the regular season. But look, felt like. let let's see here. For look. a while, the Spurs were choking in the playoffs. I felt they choked in the playoffs because fucking Dennis Rodman uh, was a complete piece of shit. By the time they got him as like basically the number two tied with Sean Elliott player on that team. And then he was like skipping playoff game. He didn't show, but, but regardless, this is still a, I mean, look, cause what, what you're saying that they both were centers because to me, the, Here, the just, eye test is everything. No. And, 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 and I think Elijah was a lot better. No. Well, I, I disagree. I've watched them my whole life. And I think that in that one series, Elijah one was the better fucking player. And I think Robinson, every I, other. Uh, okay. But check us so, out. I watched basketball my whole life and I have Elijah one is probably since in my lifetime. Yeah. I probably put would go Jordan. Yeah. Kobe. Elijah might be my third best player that I've ever seen. Durant's pushing that. Durant is great yeah. right now. Um Okay, let me let me see uh statistically. Oh LeBron, I'm sorry. LeBron, LeBron I'm sorry. Of course. Yeah. So so but I'm saying Elijah was top five for me right now. Statistically, Robinson was the better player. That's than, fine. Than Elijah one. I mean Okay. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, David Robinson won the IBM award. I want to say like six years in a row as the most statistically but, but me, important player in the can, league. Can I, can I, okay. can I can, I'll use a perfect comparison for this is Isaiah Thomas to me, you look back at his stats and you're like, well, he was all right. Yeah. But when you watched him, he was way better than, than everyone on the court. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like that would be one where sure. I just think there he's way fucking better. Sure. And, and same way with LeBron James in, in certain capacities, even yeah. though statistically His I know influence. Cause he, cause he went to uh he went straight out of, out of high school. Yeah. He's going to probably be the all time points leader, all time rebounds leader, shit like that. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I think that when you look at it, you're like, this guy is clearly, you, you could argue. See, I never got player. that. I never got that. And fi- in fact, it was an upset when Robinson was the MVP, the year that uh, Elijah one beat him in the playoffs. Right. Is this that when he scored 71 points the final game of the season? That was. Um what your what's your opinion on that? That was running it up. No, that was running it up against you know the Clippers, what? right? But you know the what? worst team in the that NBA. Was that was because year. Shaq was such an asshole. If you ever go back and like see Shaq like will straight up admit to it now. He was like, Yeah, I just made shit up. But l- lies let me ask in this, the media though. about David Robinson. If you ask Shaq, Shaq says by far Hakeem Olajuwon's the best center. Well, he's Shaq ever got fucking schooled by Hakeem because Shaq's game didn't match up with Hakeem's. Hakeem had lateral mobility that Shaq didn't have, whereas Robinson was more. I just think Hakeem Olajuwon do this footwork. Here, he here's the stat you need to hear. Okay. Head to head regular season, right? Head to head playoffs, Olajuwon four to two, right? The advantage over Robinson, four games to two. Regular season, Robinson, thirty wins. Elijah won 12 wins. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I, I thought if you had to, if you had asked me that I would have thought, because I knew the Spurs were always money in the regular season. It's kind of yeah. like the heat were always money and the Knicks would just like fuck around and then they make the playoffs. And the Knicks would beat the heat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I felt like the, there's certain teams that kill it in the regular season. The Rockets season. had a two year run where they were better than the Spurs with a, their entire roster. And that's why they went deeper. Those two years, every other year, other than I that, think you could I, argue. I would say the Spurs and Rockets had similar playoff success. And then when Duncan came along, then the Spurs had far more success than the Rockets had. I, and if, if they weren't stuck in the middle of like the Shaq and Kobe dynasty, the Spurs probably would have had like five straight titles. That first Rockets team was not near. It was pretty much. I, I think you could argue the Spurs had a better team. 
that year. Roster wise, had no fucking uh, playmakers. We got to talk college football. Yeah, we do. All right. Anyway, I I still disagree with you. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) You're a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, we we said we're gonna do week one college football, week zero, and week one, and we're gonna go week by week, and and not not today week by week, but we're gonna cover week zero and week one today. Make our projections, and we're gonna build this module. Does that work? I don't know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really technical. What about uh, build this? Uh, oh, this fucking this diagram. This yeah, uh, this like uh, uh, <laughs> database. The f- there we go. This we're gonna uh, build this. We're gonna flesh out the database <laughs> right here. Look and then take it out of that. What's cool is we're gonna up come up with our own with our own invitational. Yeah. Ha- ha- with with which what we think will be projected and what they do. Mm-hmm. And we'll go from there. Can I fucking talk? <laughs> All right, Patty C. What do we got? So we're going to go week by week. So this week you're going to get week zero and week one. And then next week we're going to cover week two and then so on and so on and so on. So, so we're going to play like this college season football, out. This is where you tune out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you're fucked. Right. You're, you're, you're in the wrong, uh, yeah. Wrong podcast. Yeah. Check out the other sport gambling podcast, uh, podcast and, uh, yeah. Enjoy, uh, week zero, Patty C. We have an awesome week zero. We have in Orlando, I believe this is August 24th. Mm -hmm. You got Florida against Miami Mm. in Orlando. I'm still not buying into this Miami hype. I know you're trying to sell me on it. I've gotten some text messages. I'm not, in the middle. I'm not selling any Miami. You, you sent me a, a few text messages through the past couple months saying, Hey, <sighs> Manny Diaz is doing things. Well, he is doing and, things and Miami's going to be back. He you're is buying doing. in just like you did with golden. Cause I think you just hope that he is. Well, I just, I want when the ACC got this, I was like, all right, this is the conference that's going to put the sec in its place. And Miami shitting the bed and Virginia tech now kind of fading. Like they were supposed to have four powerhouses and it just never ha- materialized. So Miami, whenever you want to w- wake the fuck up, you know, yeah. that'd be cool. But, uh, and uh, meantime, uh, fuck Miami. Cause they're dirty pieces of shit. Um, yeah, they are. So I'm going to take Florida, Miami, uh, week zero. This is an awesome week zero matchup. The best that we've had in week zeros, which is a kind of a new thing over the past couple of years. I am going to ride with the Gators as much as, as much as I think we kind of are overrating the Gators this year, Patty C. Uh, I think you're right. I'm saying based on last year. Yeah. Once you threw that, uh, that tweet up the other retweeted that the other day with uh, fucking uh, Felipe Franks. Yeah. He kind of does suck. I need to see way more now. I know Mullins. A, I, I actually am a, I'm a Mullen fan, and I yeah. think I think he's a good quarterbacks coach. So maybe he will improve this kid. He can take a guy with the tools that Felipe Franks has and cut down on the mistakes, and you know maximize, but make make uh, but use I, of his. I talents. still need to see a lot more. And and look, I know it was uh, Mullen's first year, but they lost at home in the swamp to Kentucky the first time since the '80s, and they got blown out by Missouri at home. Dude, he took Mississippi State. To number two in the country. Yeah, but I want to see him get it done at Florida with some pressure. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's got it. He should have a shit ton more talent at his disposal, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm still taking Florida to win this game. I think I am too. But interesting little thing here. We're looking at two four seven twenty four seven sports dot com twenty twenty recruiting rankings, and lo and behold, three of the top five are ACC. I should say the other three of the top six are SEC. So. There you go. Um, in terms of your ACC SEC rivalry. Now but is that, is that uh, 
are they are they propped up because they could because be. of that sure. because the ESPN's contracts with them right <laughs> you know what I mean but right the recruiting is always it's amazing that Miami could have had top ten recruiting classes for the last twenty years straight and uh, never produce any kind of yeah actual talent um, or wins but. Miami sitting here, it's hard to fake 10 four-star recruits, especially this <laughs> early in the recruiting cycle. You have Miami at Florida state and Florida sitting at four five or six respectively. It's like we're back in the fucking nineties with these yeah. three powerhouses Willie Taggart, I mean, on Florida the rise. State's another one that's just been, uh, who knows? We'll see. We'll, we'll get see. To them Willie Taggart may not be the answer, but Florida state, as they say, turnkey program, you get a coach that knows how to drive a Cadillac yeah. and he takes that talent. Like, look at Mac Brown. Holy shit. You want to see something? Look at that. Number eight recruiting class, North Carolina. He's going to bring them back. Four, four stars for fucking North Carolina yeah. in he's year gonna, one. Yeah. Jeez. He's and this is this early back. I thought that was a great hire for the record. You can go back to December. I thought that was a great hire for North Carolina. I thought it had, I thought it had like home run chance of upside, but like, uh, at worst he'll do what they were doing. Right. Exactly. And stabilize the program yeah. and give him like seven, eight wins. But man, if he, if he is, uh, if he keeps this up recruiting wise, look out. Yes. Yes. And then uh, later on that week, zero Saturday, we get the Arizona wildcats and Khalil Tate, the little wildcat behind the wheel, Patty C and you're <laughs> Kevin Sumlin going to Honolulu. Take on give me Zona, baby. Take on Nick Rolovich and the rainbow warriors. I'm calling for the rainbow warriors to get it done. If it was mm. in Tucson, easy peasy. I'd take Arizona all day. Yeah. Hawaii team went to a bowl last year. Yeah. This offense. I think Rolovich is actually kind of one of the secrets in America right now. I think he's probably, I don't, I mean, I, I know he went to college at Hawaii, so yeah. I don't know that he wants to leave. Yeah. What I'm saying is I think he's a really good coach. Rolovich studied under June Jones. Well, hell he definitely surprised us last year. Uh, you're going with the, you're going with Arizona. Look, Long road games are more impactful in the middle of the season. When it's the first game of the entire season, going on the road isn't such a big deal. It's a big deal when you had finals the week, like two days before, and then you have to fly all day instead of fucking, yeah. uh, you know, and, resting and, at and your home And you're stadium. buying into Sumlin year two. I think with him and Tate, it's just a matter. There's just too much track record there for them to be terrible, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think they're a little better. Okay. So then we get that. That's week zero done. Right. But then like five days later, we have a bunch of games. Oh yeah. And before I tell you that, I want to tell you that the college experience on the sports gang podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. They got a motto over there. Patty C you play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Woo. Woo. All right. This is, I think this is the best setup for college football. As far as look, uh, we get a, a great two, we get two decent weeks, zero games, which is better than normal. Mm-hmm. We wait a couple days and then we have a great schedule for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday's a little bit shitty, but we'll get to it here. We're talking Labor Day weekends is far fucking away. They should have two on Monday. They should. And I'm even thinking two on Sunday. Yeah. But Thursday night, I got these rated by what the games that I think are the best, right? Yeah. Thursday, uh, we got a little Civil War matchup. Opening the season yeah. with straight Opening heat. the season with, I think the best game of the night is the Utah Utes at the BYU Cougars. I love this rivalry. <laughs> I wish they were still in the same <sighs> conference. 
I wish BYU would man up and join the Pac-12 or something, or just join a conference. Yeah, and, and play this game every year. But I did enjoy it when they were. In the I don't same think conference. the Pac-12 would go for them. Uh, well, because they can't play on Sundays. Pac-12, I think, was trying to go for. Or no, the Big 12 was. Yeah. And they didn't. They they don't want to play their basketball games. Well, I think the Big 12 is clearly with like Baylor more open to like, and just being kind of still in that Bible Belt region. Yeah. A little bit open to that, but supposedly the uh, Pac-12 is very like. Yeah. About that science, you know, yeah. and so having like a, a hardcore religious school is not their speed. So I don't know that BYU is ever going to get that invite, but that almost makes the rivalry that much better. Uh, okay, so Utah is a lot of people are projecting Utah to win the West. They say this is Whittingham's best team in 10 years. Um, BYU is supposed to be a lot. I mean, they, they had a good year last year. The, the coach kind of, uh, what's his name? Uh, kind of, uh, what's his uh, Hawaiian guy? Yeah, Saltaki or, yeah. or so. so. Kalani, some shishito pepper, Katani, Salaki. <laughs> it's not football season. I, I keep forgetting this. We're not going to know it then yeah. either. Uh, salami and Saki. <laughs> salami and Saki. Shitake. We're so fucking racist over here. <laughs> yeah. No, not racist, but um, yeah, ignorant, ignorant, ignorant. Yeah, racist would be. I, I hate <laughs> salami and Saki. Right. Um, we're just blithering idiots. Okay, which you all know. Uh, Utah at BYU. Uh, what do we do? This is the hardest game. This is by far. I'm going to go with Utah because they've been winning it lately. <laughs> Salami. <laughs> Good God. Um, look, Utah has been winning it lately, but it's been close games. These games are always close. Utah's going to win again. You're sticking with the Utes. Absolutely. Okay. And then Patty C, I know you're excited about this. What one. was the score in the uh, bowl game last year or in the uh, last game of the regular season? I want to say it was like 17 to 16. I will pull it up right now. Hang Jeez. on. Hang tight. In the meantime, I'll be telling about the Cincinnati Bearcats who I had shat on Luke fickle last year in the preseason only because I thought, you know what? Hey, the guy's got a good heart, but and, and who called, who was on that one? You were on it. You were on it. Credit words. You dude. laughed at me for them coming into UCLA and beating them. Yeah. I was fucking stunned by that. I was stunned by, uh, uh, they beat BYU by eight last year. Ooh, okay. Still a pretty good game. Uh, they came back. BYU was up big. They were up like 20 or 20 I to do three. remember yeah. that shit, but that was in salt Lake. This one's in Provo. Ooh, that's a great opening fucking Thursday game. Dude. It is. That's fucking money. Since is going to beat UCLA. Okay. Yeah. So Cincinnati. you have, you have, here's the story here. Uh, you got what? Uh, not rich Brooks, chip Kelly. At Cincinnati's Chip Kelly year two, gotta have it. Like you think Cincy's gonna win this? By late in the season, uh, Chip Kelly had figured it yeah, out. Yeah, they were getting a lot a better. More. They were and getting a lot better. They got a figure. Freshman quarterback last yeah. year. That guy, was, I was, was impressed by Dorian him. Uh, Robinson. Right? Robinson, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they're probably better than Cincinnati. This is wishful thinking. If I was a betting man, which I am, <laughs> this is the sports gambling podcast. Uh, straight up, I would have to say, I don't know. That's fucking hard. You'd have to figure uh, chips got it together. I'm going to say, and then, uh, fickle takes a little step back. I'm going to say Cincinnati gets this. Well, I hope you're right. And I hope that's two years in a row that you're going UCLA again. I guess I got to go UCLA. If I, if I'm being realistic. Okay. And then you got, this one should be a barn burner. Patty C Jeff Collins year one, Georgia tech Uh at Clemson. Dude, Clemson's recruiting class right now. Yeah, Have you tell me they're this? not paying. I was doing tweets saying, yeah. "Look, I hope you beat Alabama if you play them. I root for you every time." Right. 
But you're definitely playing your players. You just got you're a definitely number, play, paying, paying your fucking players. Oh yeah. yeah. They just got a guy, the number one quarterback in the country from uh, Bellflower. Was that like 30 minutes south of here? Yeah. Uh, Once again, do I got to bring this up? It's from Southern California. You're going all the way to Clemson. Yeah. And you think he's not getting paid? Yeah. Yeah. To sit behind a yes. true freshman who it's, just won the national and he, championship. He can't last year. go to the NFL this year. He's not For old two enough. more years. Yeah. You have to sit two years. They have to be paying this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they've gotten what the top running back in the nation. Yeah, they, like they have the best. This class coming up is just is like so the best filthy. class that ever happened. Yeah. They already have four. I mean, Georgia could have had it a couple years ago, but it fell apart at the end of last year for him. Um, that's, it was last year. I think they had five or six, five-star recruits. It was just insane. But then a couple of them bounced. So Georgia, I mean, Clemson halfway through the recru- recruiting cycle already has four. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all like the best at their own position. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Tech at Clemson. This is going to be a bad game. This is a bad. This is Jeff Collins' first game. Welcome to Atlanta, buddy. Yeah, he's uh, got to enjoy. Go. Enjoy. He's got to go to Death Valley too. Yeah, no fun. Why well, couldn't Thursday. that? <laughs> it's the ACC Network's debut. Uh, so I think this is an easy one when we write both right. Is that ACC there. Network's uh, yeah, first debut. first game Thursday it's night? Kind of fun. Clemson is. putting on a showcase for him. Yep. I'm going to move along because we know that's going to be a blowout. Yep. Okay. Uh, Florida International at Tulane. Uh, this is an interesting game because you were lane at Tulane. Yes. Hello. You were on Florida national preseason last year. Yeah. Called for them to win. They did win the, uh, Oh wait, Florida international, not Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Florida. Inter- that's but butch. Yeah. At Tulane. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was on them a little bit last year. Uh, and I've, Tulane, I was on, so we have a, this is like a dream matchup yeah, of a 2018, like, uh, <laughs> dream matchup. No, I'm not as high on Florida International this year. I think, uh, but Butch is still building. You know, uh, this game is at Tulane. I think Willie Fritz is doing a wonderful job at Tulane. As you saw, they got to a bowl last year. I think I'm going to go Tulane. Yeah, I, I'm too. going with the Green Wave. I think they're going to have a pretty good year this year. I think they might even give Auburn a scare. They play Auburn in the in week two or three. Watch the Green Wave. Give give them a little bit of a matchup. All right, all right, all right. Now the other Thursday games, we get it trickles down. Look, let's start ripping these. Yeah. San, uh, this is an interesting game to me because you have Minnesota row the boat, PJ Fleck, and you have South Dakota state, a team that makes the playoffs this in the Jack FCS. Rabbits? Yeah. Every year. Whew. Upset potential. Uh, very time. much so upset. I mean, we're both going to pick Minnesota, I think, but you got to think barely, you got to think that this is a pretty in- intriguing matchup. Dude, barely. Yeah. The fact that it's at Minnesota helps them Yeah, a little bit, but not even that much. Cause that's not like a huge it's not like uh, I South want Dakota. to say South Dakota State had more players drafted, but I don't know that to be true. Maybe Minnesota had two, um, but yeah, this is a, a good matchup for a uh, for a uh, dude. Fuck it, I'm, I'm taking South Dakota State straight up. You are okay. Yeah. There we go. That's why you tune in, just in case you're wondering, because you got four months left right. to to think about this. <laughs> uh, as a mo- at the moment, you're going South Dakota State. That's right. Okay, Kent State at Arizona State. We're both on Herm Edwards and ASU, right? Yes. Okay, Texas State at Texas A&M. They fired your JMU Everett Withers at Texas State, the Bobcats. Fucking assholes. And A&M is going to be pretty money this year, so you're going to go A&M, right? You know what? Everett Withers was a placeholder for Mike Houston, who was a placeholder for Kurt Signetti. And also Everett Withers played at or coached at Ohio State before JMU, so really kind of glad he got fired. In yes. The grand yes. scheme of things. Fuck you, Mickey. Um, and we continue. Uh, this is an interesting matchup because I could, uh, Western Kentucky was terrible last year. 
And the Central Arkansas, once again, another FCS team that's really good. Uh, I could see this actually being a close game, Patty C. Uh, Maine, the Black Bears of Maine that, that were in the FCS playoffs did beat Western Kentucky last year. Hmm. Central Arkansas. I'll, I'll go Western Kentucky. I'm going but Dub K as well. I could see that one being a game. And this next one I could see being a game as well. Northern Colorado at San Jose State. See, I saw this Northern Colorado team play Colorado a couple years back. And although they're not a regular in the FCS playoffs, I was kind of impressed by this Northern Colorado team and the way they played. I think they're middle of the road FCS, but San Jose State has been dog shit lately. One win last year. Mm, got it. Got us. Got it. They have been dog shit for a while. I'm still going San Jose State, but. Me too. Okay. Northern Colorado's basketball team. Yeah. Surprised so me. Do, they I don't know about play, their football team. Ball this <laughs> yeah. year. Uh, okay. Now, I know you're intrigued by this matchup Wagner at UConn. I'm going, you got, got, it's got to work this year, right? right? It's got to get better, but like, <laughs> and how bad is, is Wagner? But like UConn, that was one of the worst years I've ever seen. So <laughs> I, I, there's trepidation about fucking taking UConn as we move forward. Okay. Then Morgan state Bowling Green, Bowling Green only won one game last year, but Morgan state was dog shit on the FCS level. So I'm going to put both BG in there. Who you got in that? Yeah. I'll BG. Go with it. yeah. Let's run through these Albany. Not a bad team last year. The great Danes at central Michigan, McElwain from Florida is now at central Michigan. Go Mac. Yeah. Mac is in the Mac. Exactly. And then Robert Morris. It sounds like a, 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 a type of a cigarette. Uh, <laughs> is that Philip Morris? Okay. Robert Morris at Buffalo. Buffalo lost Tyree Jackson, but I am a huge fan of the Buffalo coach. I wish Colorado would have hired him. Yes. And then Alabama state at UAB. We got UAB, right? These yeah. are all just shit. I don't even Jimmy's. know. UCF beats a Florida A and M. Okay. But Oh, for the Thursday night, not bad. Not bad. And Sounds then we hop into Friday solid night heat to open the season. Exactly. We hop into Friday night, Patty C. And I know this one's got to be interesting for you because we did find out that Blake Barnett is back for, I think what is his sixth year in college? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin at South Florida. Ooh, buddy. Now, uh, what's his name? When, uh, no, he didn't go to the transfer portal. Hornerbrook is Hornerbrook now at Florida is state out, is now at Florida state. That's right. <laughs> is he going to start there? No. I'm Blackman. hearing Blackman is the starter. What's up with Francois? Have you heard anything on that I yet? Have, still not have heard Nothing. anything on how is, Francois. How are people not demanding to know where the <laughs> fuck he's going? Well, you got a it's lot got of like transfers NFL right now. You got, you got the Penn State transfer who hasn't landed. We did see Texas Tech's McLean Carter did go to Rutgers today. He announced that. Interesting. He was decent at Texas Tech McLean Carter should never leave the state of Texas. Yes, I feel, uh, yeah, could go to like fucking UTEP or something. Right. Um, what what do you think of this Friday night matchup though? Wisconsin at South Florida. I like the Friday night place in South Florida's favor a little bit. A little, but uh, you're you're a big Charlie Strong guy, Patty C. I am a big Charlie Strong guy, and this is the type of game that the fucking AAC needs. And uh, I think Wisconsin may be starting a freshman quarterback. <laughs> I I don't know if they. I mean, we, we have a lot. We have months to figure this out. But I'm saying I heard speculation that they might start a freshman quarterback. Here's the other thing about this too, is that who's the fucking coach over there at Wisconsin? Chris, Paul, Chris, Paul, Chris, yeah. when he went to Pitt, they weren't necessarily destroying things. I want to say they were like six and six, seven and five. Most of those years. Mm-hmm. Now he took them from like a shit records and, and got them up to that level. So it, it was, I, a, I think he's a, I think he's a good coach, a decent look. I think he's, a, he's right in there, but I don't think of the coaches they've had, I don't think he's quite up to snuff as far as like, uh, I think he's better than Gary Anderson was. Could be. He's not Barry Alvarez by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think he's an 11 win every year coach there. 
I think last year was a fucking bad look. And especially with a starting quarterback and a Heisman running back. Are you going South Florida? Are you going with the American? <sighs> I can't, I can't yeah. do it. This is a big year for Charlie strong because UCF is stealing all this hype. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, they did. I mean, he won 10 games his first game, his first season there, but last year was kind of a little bit of a setback. I think they only won seven. Yeah. Uh, they did beat Georgia tech last year, but you're going Wisconsin. I'm going whiskey. Okay. This is an interesting matchup and I might go to this game. If things shake out correctly, Utah state at wake forest, uh, Dave Clawson bringing back. He's got two stud. This freshmen. is a fucking good game. This is a great game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go wake. I know I'm normally big on the little guys here, but the, yeah. if it was at Utah state, I might go with Utah state, but the fact it's at wake, I'm wake go is like wake. a 20,000 seat stadium. No, I'm saying that's a long the trip. travel. Yeah. <laughs> I think Utah state gets it done. Wow. Utah state almost went to Michigan state last year and got it done. They should have won that game. That's true. But their coach is at Texas tech now. <coughs> Utah state's that's a factor that I hadn't considered, but they brought in their coach previously who hired that coach. Interesting. No, Gary Anderson, who was at Wisconsin. Okay. So Gary Anderson's yeah. back at Utah yeah. state. Yeah. Well, he was the coach at Utah state when they almost beat Auburn. Well, maybe I am back on Utah state. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So fucking me up with all these hires and that, look at this Friday night schedule, by the way, it's money. All right. Yeah. Oklahoma state at Oregon state, Patty C. Now I'm going to say that John, the, 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 the great coaching job that was under the radar last year, mm-hmm. Jonathan Smith at Oregon state. I was a fan. Their defense couldn't stop anybody, but that offense he got, what did moving. they finish? What was the, no, they were still shit, but it was, yeah. he was walking into a situation where it was complete chaos. Well, and everyone transferred out because of the, 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 uh, they got at one point they got in trouble for trying to bring in Hawaii players or something, so but I'm talking like the, the whole entire team yeah. dipped out when their coach didn't get retained. Yeah. So like he was walking uh, at one point, they didn't have enough defensive backs that were actually defensive backs. So he was moving, you know, wide receivers and running backs <laughs> to defensive backs. Uh, I thought he had the offense moving. They did great against Ohio state yeah. offensively. Yeah. 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 They were better than expected. I just feel like, I think he's going to be a good hire. He could be a run. good coach, I but think, they're nowhere close to Oklahoma state's level right now, but it's in Corvallis. Not enough. Yeah, Oklahoma State's pretty money this year. I'm going to Oklahoma State too. <laughs> trying to convince you. I was trying to convince you, buddy. All right. Uh, then you got the, the the classic rivalry, Colorado, Colorado State, and Denver. Always a fun one. I'm going to see you. You're going to go see you as well, right? Yeah. Big year for Mike Bobo at Colorado State. He was uh, injured last year. Never count Colorado State out of that game. Yes. I feel like they win it far more than you would expect they should. And now you have an interesting m- matchup here where Jeff Brom and Purdue, who... Purdue lost a lot of their offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. Took some hits on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, lost some, some uh, I think their strength of their O line is gone. And Nevada is a team. So two years ago, I, uh, I'm trying, I'm struggling to remember the Nevada's coach off the top of my head right now. It'll come to me. However, it's not, uh... his first year, his first year there, they, sh- they were shit, but towards the end of the year, they started to buy in and become more and more competitive. Yeah. Well, last year they made a bowl game. I think they went seven and five. And now they have a they're, they're, they're starting their way forward. Their starting quarterbacks a former five star recruit. Let's see who they got. They got Jay Norvell. Jay Norvell, yeah. From he, he came over from Iowa. Gotcha. 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 Um, they got a five star quarterback in that's what I'm saying. Nevada. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, I think it's a dangerous game because you're playing at Reno. 
This team made a bowl last year. Now you you got to go with Brom though, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I do. I am intrigued by it. Uh, Tulsa at Michigan State. This is another one. Michigan State returns like their whole entire team, but Tulsa is a team that lost a lot of games by a, a little amount of points. This game isn't going to be close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're going MSU just like that, huh? Yeah. You're sure Brian Lewerke is good enough to move <laughs> that ball. Brian Lewerke is the same quarterback as Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Let's be honest. All right. UMass at Rutgers. Um, I know you're excited for this one. You told me you, you one of the stoked. games you're really excited for. Got a huge hard on for this one. Rutgers, I guess. Okay. I'm going to go Rutgers as well. They got McLean Carter. There you go. Um, and then rice at army. Uh, do you see army was in ESPN's preseason top 25? Beautiful. Number 23 or 22. Beautiful. You got to love it. Dude, that. that's huge. Imagine if they beat Michigan. Imagine if they pull that upset. What, what, what happens? They, they, they shoot into the top 15 and then they're a fucking legit. Let Michigan win the big 10. <laughs> right? <laughs> the button. Here's the thing. Both of those happening next season, mm-hmm. not independent of each other, right? Together yeah. is, is a very realistic possibility because Army went basically what undefeated last year. No, I mean they or lost one, to Oklahoma. One loss to Oklahoma in I think fucking they might have had two. Norman. Okay, and then Michigan is one of three or four teams really in play for the Big Ten this year. Yeah, fucking Army could get cause them fits with that triple option, dude. Please let Army win the national champ, or at least go to the playoff. They That'd would be never put Army in. Here's the thing: I think they would put Army in because for of the, the uh, sentimental of the America, yeah, the America angle. Yeah, I think they might, and I, I would buy it. I would fucking, <laughs> I'd eat it up. Of course, I would too, man. Yeah. Um, all right, before we get to Saturday's games, I want to tell you guys. I just want to talk to you guys a little bit. Look, I know you're already shopping at Amazon, but why not shop there and support the podcast? You know what I mean? Patty C bought and he, he was telling me before the podcast, he was thinking about getting a Delaware blue hens football Jersey. Right. Mm. And I said, Hey, why not shoot over to Amazon? Find that Jersey, which I'm sure is on. I will Amazon. never wear that nonsense. <laughs> I will wear my a jam. You Dukes Jersey. My, my point is, and I can get that on Amazon. My, my point is, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anything you want on Amazon, if you get it, you can, Use and you're a fan of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Check us out. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Amazon. Bookmark that link. And every time you shop, it credits us. It helps us out so you can hear more podcasts. You can get dumber people. More, we can get drunker people <laughs> on the podcast. You know what I mean? And we can have just a shit show of a, of the a more podcast going. You buy at Amazon, the dumber people we get on this thing. <laughs> Exactly. I'll, I will go out of my way to find some idiots to get on this show. All right? Won't have to go very far. <laughs> All right, let's go to Saturday. But please go to Amazon. You do do us a solid. Do us a solid. Saturday, Petty. Saturday. So what? I don't even fucking have the date here. But the first fucking Saturday, real Saturday of college football season. Auburn against Oregon in Arlington, Texas. Petty C. People on ES, they want me to buy into this Oregon hype. Well, Herbert coming back. Jim Levitt's gone, and I am not a Mario Cristobal believer. So I look if this was in uh, Eugene, well, for sure. This was in Los Angeles. I give fucking Oregon a chance. Yeah, you know, but this neutral site Texas bullshit. Yeah, plays in Auburn's favor for sure. I bet that stadium's going to be seventy-five percent Auburn fans, if not more. And uh, yeah, go Tigers. 
Yeah. We, we tigers on this one because I'm still not buying into dude. They have them top preseason top 10. How do they have Oregon ahead of UCF? UCF's 25 and one with one loss coming at the back of quarterback by eight, by eight points to LSU. Right. On his second start of his career, a freshman. They've beat uh, uh, what I haven't, I've not seen anything out of Oregon. Yeah. To, to fucking make me believe this shit. Oregon like, losing Levitt is fucking huge because a lot of what they showed last year that makes you think that they've built, that they're like turning it around is their toughness, their defensive toughness, when, when their ability Taggart to run left, the ball. Levitt should have been named the head coach. That simple. Yeah. That simple. Should I remind you that Cristobal, when he took over for the Ducks, only got worked by Boise State in that bowl game? I'm not buying in. Crystal I am not ball, buying in. Known as a recruiter has Oregon sitting at 15 right now. Granted, again, it's very early in the recruiting cycle. So not much to take from that. I think they had a great recruiting last class last year. So maybe, maybe that's what pays off for him. We'll see how it plays out. But X's and O's wise, yeah, Levitt. I put that as the top game. I don't think it's going to end up being the top game once we watch it. Okay. Right? Okay. Then you have Northwestern at Stanford, Patty C. <sighs> That is a good game. It's a damn good game. I am going to go with Stanford to get this done. I think I am too. But, but you got to like Northwestern's got Hunter Johnson, a former Clemson quarterback, was a four or five star coming in there, taking over the reins for Clayton Thorson. Um, the problem is, is you're traveling cross country. Thorson got drafted, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think Rogers. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Someone somewhere there. Okay, uh, so you're going Stanford as well. That's a great, great matchup. Like how it's a real road game and not this neutral bullshit. Um, then you have uh, so the ACC has two really huge, or I guess three major conference games, but I don't consider Georgia Tech, Clemson, that major. But Virginia Tech at Boston College. This is a gigantic game because Virginia Tech and Virginia are all players in the Coastal this year. They're both projected to battle it out to win the Coastal, and Miami being the third team to really be in there. Right. So this all of a sudden becomes a fucking huge yeah. game for the Hokies and for Boston college, really. Cause Boston college has an opportunity to sneak up into second place in the, in the Atlantic. Yeah. 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 So your, your ability to win the division though, does that take into account your cross division rivalry games? Is it your yeah. overall conference no, it's record? Your conference record that determines your, yeah. yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That is a huge game. Then I'm going to go with BC to get it done. I like, they got Dylan coming back. I need to see more out of Virginia tech. A lot of players transferred. You know what I mean? Like I always feel like uh, under Fuente, they've had a hard time really getting continuity. Players yeah. are coming out early. They're transferring yeah. and kicked out. They got fucked by uh was it? Josh Jackson. Yeah. Year one. Yeah. Transferred out. Yeah. Pretty good. Maryland, right? <sighs> yeah. I think so. I think so. Right? right. He's had a tough run. He, he looked really good. Uh, year one, you know, and then it's just kind of, what is he coming into? Is it year three? Three now? I think three. So or last four. year was tough. Four. It's got to be four. I don't know. Who are you going with here? Are I guess I got to go BC too. Chestnut Hill? Yeah. Chestnut's they roasting. their quarterback. <laughs> Chestnut roasting. Okay. Uh, then we get down to Boise State against Florida State. Now, this is a so-called neutral site game. They pulled an SEC here, though. And they did a neutral site game in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> I see what Very you did neutral. there for, for Florida State. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, this is one that I'm very curious to hear what you're thinking here because uh, Florida State was absolutely terrible last year. <laughs> Boise State won 11 or 12 games. 
won the Mountain West Conference. <laughs> Woo! Boise State won the Mountain West Conference. And uh, I'm curious to what you think here. I know Rippon is gone, but Boise State does return a lot of their team. Florida State, I don't really know what to expect. I mean, I they were awful. They have to get better. But are they better than Boise State? I think for the first time in my life, the the Florida State Seminoles are off that like pedestal of like they'll get it together. You know, yeah. The the '90s kind of like gave them 20 years. They've of They've had like, two years of shit essentially. Yeah, uh, the, the, they're kind of like prove it to me, Florida State. Boise State has more like built up trust for me than. Yeah. Florida state does. So. I'm going to go Boise state too. Yeah. Until I see more, I'm, I'm uh, especially knowing that Francois is not there who I was the better quarterback. Well, I mean, look Blackman, I'm sure he was a big time recruit. Yeah. I just haven't seen enough at him that I really think he's the dude was 160 pounds his freshman year. Yeah. I'm not sold on that. He, he's Jacory Harris 2.0. Okay. Then, then you go to Charlotte, a neutral site game between South Carolina and North Carolina. Yeah. Um, now here's the thing, Mac Brown, Ooh. year one. Ooh, Mac, if you want to get to a, off to a hot start, this would be a nice stage to do it on. South Carolina's got to win this game with their schedule being that tough, and that's why I'm going to go with South Carolina. Are you go with Mac Brown? No. Okay. ACC always finds a way to lose this game, and in particular, I feel like these te- two teams yeah. have played several times. Yeah. If not, it's NC State loses. Yeah. Remember, they lost, NC State lost to South Carolina when you're seven to three. <laughs> uh, opening yeah. Thursday night or. Fucking terrible. So you're going SC. Okay, we move along, and this one is a huge one. I'm so curious to hear. See, so I, my first mid major that I really went with was Boise State to beat Florida State so far. Now you got Fresno State at USC, Patty C. This one's a fucking tough one. Now USC, on the other hand, has not lost that goodwill yet. I'm gonna go USC too because yeah. I don't know that I, there's a chance if you lose this game. He might get fired week right. one. The pressure is fucking on. He knows it. The pressure's on from fucking Lin Swan. They're going to be dialed in. You have to figure. <laughs> I got to be honest. This might be my favorite game to watch on Saturday just because Tedford knows it too. And Tedford pressure. knows how to fuck with the coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's going to be. So you're going to SC though, right? Yeah, I think I have to. I mean, the two previous years uh, prior to last year, USC was great. So we're very good at the very least. So yeah. Assuming they get back on their horse and get it done. All right. Uh, then we move along. And this is the other gigantic game in the ACC. Uh, Virginia at Pitt. Pitt is another player. Pitt in the is a great sleeper to Look, win the, the entire Coastal. coastal yeah. Is a player this year. Yeah. It can, don't count out Duke. I would count out UNC. Maybe count out UNC. Why though? Are they, year one. Is anyone I'm, I'm significantly here that, I, I'm more here, talented? They're going to start a freshman quarterback too. But I guess nowadays that's not that crazy of a thing when you see what Clemson did. When you see what Alabama Tua, did. Yeah. You know. True freshman. I'm going with Virginia to beat Pitt. Actually, I don't know about this. I'm going with Pitt. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, hold on. Perkins though. Perkins is a player. That's something to factor, but I don't think he's enough. If his, if his, I'm going to go Pitt as well. If Perkins is throwing that fucking ball around everything so far, buddy. Well, you know, actually, fuck you. I'm going Virginia. We're betting on it straight up. You know, we should be agreeing for the most part. You're going Pitt. I'm going Virginia. Yeah. This is Broncos year. Well, I hope you're right again. This is just like the Cincy pick. I hope you're right, but prove it first. All right. Now I know I'm just going to write you in on the next one. Georgia at Vanderbilt. We start out with some SEC. Any chance Vanderbilt makes this a game? Absolutely not. Okay. So we write that one off. The The Bulldogs get there. Maybe win. a little game. Maybe a little first game. half. Maybe a yeah. little close. Yeah. 
Uh, old uh, Vanderbilt does have a grad transfer, Riley Neal, coming in from Ball State, who was decent at Ball State. Yeah. At QB, so maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing for them, but. Uh, maybe the depth of Georgia at the quarterback position? That could be a, a, a factor. Maybe Fromm gets injured? That could, could happen. We shall see. Uh, Ole Miss at Memphis, Patty. See, the last time the Rebels came into Memphis, they got their ass whooped. Uh, Ole Miss, Memphis. This, but they still have Mike Norvell. At they Memphis, do, and right? they still have Brady White, their quarterback from last year. Ooh, now Henderson is gone. This one's a tough one. This is a tough one. You, your boy Rich Rod's at Ole Miss now. You gonna go with your boy Rich me, Rod? Give me Rich Rod to get it done. Although it just, it all depends on it whether he's got a guy. It might be too early. But I think I might go with. I'm gonna go with Memphis here. This is gonna be a shootout. Actually, I expect both teams to play zero defense, <laughs> and I expect this to be. I don't know, man. I just. Because what's his name still at Ole Miss? That quarterback, actually, dude, I might go fucking I'm Memphis a- here. <laughs> I might go Memphis because I it, similar this to is a tough game. To similar project. to what's it called, uh, Chip Kelly? That's read option shit might be a little harder to comprehend than I'm giving it credit for. So that is a, a big change. They weren't running any read option last year, were they? I don't think so. They Jordan, least, uh, what's his not name? Not to that extent, you know. So give me Memphis. Jordan Tamu, right? Yeah. You're going to go Memphis, switching it up. Switching I'm going to ride Memphis too, just because they got what senior quarterback coming back. So I don't uh, Is Tamu back. Is Tamu, uh, he's got to be back. I think went sophomore. to where though? Did he go to Ole Miss? No. My, uh, Colorado's head coach is now the defensive coordinator of Ole Miss. That's what it was. Uh, Mike McIntyre, which Mac. I like that higher. I yeah. like what Ole Miss did in the off season. Actually, I'm going to ride Ole Miss. You ride Memphis. I'm on Ole Miss. All right. All right. Then you got your favorite matchup, which needed to be neutral. Alabama against Duke in Atlanta. Yeah, they really uh, made sure that they got it fair for that one. Yes, yes, yeah. they they really you know they didn't want Duke to have a huge that advantage. That advantage there, there are six people that caught their spring game in, in Durham. <laughs> um, no Daniel Jones, but last year when they had no Daniel Jones, their backup looked pretty good. I think they beat Baylor at Baylor. Any chance, Patty C? Uh, I mean, the last time David Cutcliffe had a quarterback that was that great. You know, he fought, which was Peyton Manning. He followed him up with a national championship with T. Martin. So, Cutcliffe with the upset. No, I'm just kidding. Bama, <laughs> easy piece, of course. Right, right, right. Um, that's a shit game. That's it. That's what you call a shit game. Then we go to your personal favorite. Oh yeah, buddy. And I'm gonna say Mike Houston's gonna start things off. The East Carolina Pirates at the North Carolina State Wolfpack. Let's Look, just you- say you're. Out of your mind. ECU's been recruiting really well. NC State's been recruiting really well, but NC State loses a lot of their O-line. They lose Finley. Perfect opportunity for the Pirates to come in and take down the goalpost yet again. There is an opportunity there. We'll see if our boy, Mikey H, can get it done. You're going NC State. You're going with your ACC. (sighs) Look, sentimentally, I really want to go with ECU. I think East Carolina is something like, like, I don't know, because the... But they have a great record against the ACC in the past like seven years. Oh yeah, they're killers. But that said, I think NC State's still a far better team at the moment. All right, now what do you think about this? Kentucky loses everybody, and the Toledo Rockets come into Kentucky. This is a compelling <laughs> matchup. Yeah, that's true. This could be, could be upset city. Could be. Toledo is that type of team. Yeah, and I think Kentucky losing so much Snell. key players. Yeah. Snell, uh, Allen, 
Yeah. They, I mean, they, I think they're one of their linebackers got drafted. They lost a lot of key pieces. They seem to be coached at a different level than they used to be, though. They seem to have taken a full Yeah, I agree. Uh, Stoops step. is doing a great job. Yeah. You're, so you're going with Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, I got to go Kentucky. I'm going to go Kentucky, too, but I'm saying that, that's, that's, a, easily that's one could that be totally I, you, when, you, when you look at this and you see, like, possible upsets, right? you would think Toledo against Kentucky more so than Fresno at, at USC? Probably, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Just because Kentucky hasn't had super Consistent, success. Well, especially yeah. consistently. Right, right, right. Okay, then you got an interesting game. Kelly Bryant and the Missouri Tigers go to Craig Bowl in Wyoming. Wyoming's defense was money last year. Missouri's, a lot going of to, uh, Missouri's going to destroy them. I'm going to say this is going to be a close game. Missouri will get the win, but I think this is going to be a close football Give me game. Missouri by 26 points. You're still not buying into my boy Craig Bolt. Not yet. All right, now next up, you got a big one, Patty C. Yep. The Zips travel to Champaign to take on the Illini. I think f- our boy. Lovey Smith needs this one. He's going to have his butt clenched so bad, Patty C, yeah. for this one. Because if he loses this game, if he somehow loses this game, he might be on his ass. I, I mean, I think they're going to give him the Sunday end of the afternoon. year because Illinois doesn't strike me as a, as a like yeah. USC, where I think USC could fire what's his name right away. Right. There's but, no bad PR for holding on to him. But man, this is a dangerous one, man. I mean, Akron played for the MAC championship just two years ago, Patty C. Yeah, Illinois is never a safe bet. But, um, how many grad transfers came into Illinois though? You got, you got to think they get this done. You have to. I'm going yeah. to lie. And I, you're going to lie. And I, I know this. Let's move along. Um, Indiana ball state. You got to love this one in Indianapolis. Kind of fun. Yeah. Kind of give props to see. This is how you do it yes. uh, for a neutral site game. You go to a true neutral location. Yes. Two in-state it's like teams. Colorado, Colorado state. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Denver. Yeah. Not that hard, and then Indiana is doing it with a uh, mid. Uh, what would you well, call that? Uh, F or a, a mid major uh, group of five team. Yeah, yeah. Just like Colorado, Colorado fucking State. classy. Yeah. Take note, ACC. Take note, SEC. Exactly, exactly. Now Indiana's going to win this, Patty. See, I'm not buying it. You were high on Ball State last year. I feel well, like. they did give Notre Dame a little push there, didn't they? They did, man. That was a, that was a that was scary way closer game. than that should have been. Uh, Indiana, though. You got it. You got them, right? You got, you're not, you're not going with the Cardinals, are you? No. Okay. No, no. Now comes one of the more hilarious matchups. <laughs> you got Syracuse coming, going at Liberty and your boy, Hugh freeze, the new head coach of the flames. Now Syracuse though, won 10 uh, football games last year. <laughs> what are you thinking here? Uh, what the fuck is a uh, Babers? Yeah. Babers is, uh, he's too good. He's got the machine going, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Syracuse as well, but remember that uh, didn't Liberty shit on Old Dominion, and I had Old Dominion to fuck him up last year. Liberty, Liberty, you better watch out for them. <laughs> I'm excited. Syracuse better think about, about this. Theirs. They really better. All right, and then you got Middle Tennessee at Michigan. Any chance, Patty C? Michigan. Supposedly, uh, I was reading. Uh, he's really got high energy, Gaddis. Um, fucking McCaffrey and Patterson both liking him. By the way. Losing Brandon Peters was only a matter of time, yeah. but whoever gets him getting a decent quarterback, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the other shakes out. That's why a lot of our picks could change when we find out if Francois goes to certain teams or right. if, uh, or a certain team. Peters yeah. has all of the potential of like a Lewerke. 
you know? Yeah. He's all that, all the athletic. He might even be better. <laughs> could be. He was yeah. stepping into his throws. I mean, he made some bonehead uh, plays that cost him. Who the fuck did they lose to? Uh, was it the Ohio State game that he was fucked up? I forget. I think it was the Ohio State game they fucked up. Okay, this is an interesting one for me, and I know you're going to laugh at this one, but let me make my argument before you laugh. Okay. Louisiana Tech at Texas. My boy, Skip Holtz, doing things at Louisiana Tech. They I'm go bowling. already not hold on, listening. Hold on. Okay. They, they, they go bowling all the time. Here's my motive here. First off, Maryland opened up against Texas the past two years. Tom Herman beat him in the first game. Yeah. And even better is LSU plays at Texas week two. Mm. So mm. Texas Look might ahead, be looking central. ahead to that. And Louisiana Tech's a decent football team. They go bowling every year. Dude, they would have to catch straight lightning in a bottle to even really be in this game. Any chance my boy Skip Holtz gets this done? Skip's got a good enough record where he might have some tricks up his sleeve. Especially if they're looking ahead. Hey, I'm still taking Texas. I know you're taking Texas, yes. but, it's got Texas. but I, I, that one... You know, with Maryland doing the things they've done to Texas the Let's past Let's see what the spread is on that one, and that might be an interesting one to bet on. Yeah, you know exactly. All right, then you got Miami, Ohio at Iowa. Let's try to jam these out. You got like that. We're gonna go Iowa, right? Yeah. Keep it rolling. Iowa. That watch that game be closer than it should be. No. Iowa plays down to. Uh, I feel like sometimes they do. They do. They play up and down to their level of competition. Okay, now you got Lane Kiffin coming into Ohio State in Columbus. Uh. Any chance this is a close game with Ryan Day's first real start? Uh, any chance? <laughs> any chance Florida Atlantic and your boy Lane Kiffin keep, keep it close? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Dude, he, he destroyed in his uh, coaching. Yeah. With the win with uh, Meyer out. So. And I don't. I, don't I, I, I'm still one that there. questions how good Kiffin really is. I think it'll take if to really show any kind of drop, which will probably be a game or two per year for Day if he's just not. At, as great a coach as Meyer mm-hmm. and it ends up being like a 10 and two kind of Ohio state coach. That's, that's, that's the floor for him. I feel like, you know, maybe like a nine and three season, but on average he could end up being a 10 and two coach for all we know. The motherfucker could be better than Meyer. We'll see. Probably not, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now we got to push through this here. We got JMU. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Hmm. JMU at West Virginia. You should be excited about this one because I was listening to some uh, people covering the big 12. I did some deep, internet diving. Yeah. And they said Holgerson left at the perfect time and West Virginia's got a pretty big rebuild on their shoulders. Right. Mm. Mm, mm, And mm, 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 mm. that makes you wonder. Now I know Houston left for ECU, right? So JMU's breaking in a new coach. West Virginia's bringing a new coach, toxic environment. Any chance your boy, you're going to take JMU. I am going to take JMU. And let me say this. I don't want to jinx it. So maybe I shouldn't say it. Right. You took JMU. I put you down. Okay. But I'm just I'm going to put it out there for the universe. This is our little secret together on the podcast. We're not, we haven't told Karma this secret yet. But a few years back, JMU played North Carolina, right? Three years ago, I want to say. I said, you know what? It would be fun to win that game. But Karma, I'd rather lose that game and then beat ECU the next year so we could talk shit <laughs> to Colby, right? Oh, uh, if we would have had Ruff McNeil, it would have been fine. But ECU had to go butcher the whole fucking thing. <laughs> And hire shit ass Scotty Montgomery. If if ifs and butts are candy and nuts, it'd be you Christmas lucky, every day punk. of the fucking year. You got lucky. You guys got smoked, punk. That's what happened. That's true. <laughs> Scotty Montgomery. And now you got our coach. Out of, so, um, out of a paper bag. That's true. He was trash. Okay, but that said, same thing last year. I wanted them to beat NC State, but I said, Lord, let they us. They came close to beating NC they State. Did. They, they had the ball. 
down like four, four yard deep line. In their, yeah, deep in their territory. Take the lead yeah. late in the game, um, or at least mid third quarter. Um, I said, God, football, God, whatever, karma. Let JMU lose this game if it means beating West Virginia next year. Because nothing, as a JMU fan, well, aside from beating Tech, I think beating West Virginia is even more fun than beating UVA as yeah. a JMU fan. Maybe it's close. Being tech is the best, yeah. but, but beating West Virginia is be... like there's little shit bags over yeah. there. It's like they, <laughs> all they got is football. Fuck them. That'd be great. All right. Now we got to jam through this because we're running late, but all right, let's do it. look, Georgia Southern LSU, Georgia Southern won 10 games last year, 11 or 10 games. I think. Yeah. Any chance they, they, cause LSU look ahead spot to Texas. Any chance they won 10 last year. Georgia yeah. Southern? Yeah. If anyone gives up like, you know, LSU definitely don't also. forget that Georgia Southern once beat Florida at Florida in the past seven years. Look, I will say Orgeron is the type of coach that strikes me as like, could they, be looking they at lost to Troy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, SMU at Arkansas state. This is actually a compelling matchup of mid majors. SMU, Arkansas state SMU. Okay. Year two, Sonny Dykes. Uh, they almost went bowling last year in his first year. They went five and seven. Arkansas state did go bowling, but they lose their, their star QB. Uh, what the hell did we got here? I'm going to go SMU. Uh, very confident. Sunny Dykes. I'm going Arkansas state. There you go. What do you think about Georgia state at Tennessee? Any chance for the upset for Georgia state? Sure. Wait, Georgia state sucks last year. Right? Dude. I think they were, I think they were average. Okay. Uh, Tennessee almost lost to UMass. Wasn't it last year? Alan Cooley's just on the other end of this. Just like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Don't worry, Alan. We got Tennessee winning this. Yeah, I got Tennessee winning this too, but I would love to see that being a close game in the fourth quarter. Interesting here, Mississippi State, Louisiana Lafayette in New Orleans. Give it up for one team in the SEC. Yeah, there. That's how it's done. Mississippi State does strike me as like a they they got they hold their sack. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not afraid. They play that Kansas State last year. Yeah. Now they're gonna push Louisiana Lafayette at, at shit in. Can I fucking talk? <laughs> and then. Eastern Michigan. We already kind of covered this when we had a fan. Eastern Michigan is going to beat coastal Carolina. Patty. See, I know you projected that too. Sure. And then what about uh, New Mexico state at our guy, Mike Leach, Washington state Wazoo all day and South Alabama, Nebraska. We know Nebraska. We're high on Nebraska. Nebraska has some serious potential. Any chance Indiana state upsets less miles week one. (laughs) Oh, That would be a funny press conference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The rest are FCS matchups. Now Eastern Washington, Washington is a cool matchup, but you got to figure Washington's going to destroy them, right? Even though Eastern Washington was a playoff team in the FCS, they lose their starting quarterback to Washington Dude, state. I was just thinking about this the other day. Peterson, he really might be the best coach in college football because I was thinking Mike Leach might be me. Me and NC Nick were talking. Yeah. And I was saying, dude, yeah, the state of Washington has some great coaches. Mike right Leach, now. when you, because like, yeah, next Nick Saban and Sweeney are bringing in this talent, and, and yeah. the, but uh, coaching wise, right? Could if you put them at Washington State, could they win eleven games? I don't think Nick Saban could. Probably not. I I I don't think Dabo Sweeney could. Probably not. A lot, yeah. So I mean, much. I think of, they won twelve games. They won their bowl games. So right? much of their like success is based on recruiting, which is so much harder there. I, what's crazy to me is that Chris Peterson has the, has had the option. He could have gone to USC. They wanted him. I think he's just really such a good guy. He's like, I don't want to go where there's going to be pressure to cheat. I want to do it the right way. I could be wrong. Washington's yeah. probably cheating, but 
<laughs> it's just college football we're talking about. But Peterson does strike me as a type of guy. He's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to get it done my way. Um, Great coach. Now, now the only other ones that are really notable to me, Nichols at Kansas state, yeah, Nichols, uh, FCS playoff team too. Northern Iowa, Iowa state, Northern Iowa is traditionally an FCS playoff team. David oh, yeah. Kurt Warner, Diedrich Ward, a lot of uh, David Johnson went there. Uh, a little potential there. Illinois state, Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois loses their coach Rod carry to temple. Illinois state's an FCS playoff team. I can see that. Ha- I can see that potentially happening. Northern Illinois just seems like so much more established. They have established something for yeah. a while there. What about Weber state? They played in the, the championship game last year. That's true. At San Diego state. Yeah. Uh, tell me, I'd have to see who they're bringing back, but that could be a better game than what you yeah. would think it would be. Yeah. Colgate won some games last year at air force. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The rest are FCS matchups. Uh, we're going to go with the, the powers on all these. I know we are. So uh, let's get to Sunday Houston at Oklahoma. Houston. Come on, baby. No, Oklahoma is going to destroy them. Okay. And then Monday, Notre Dame at Louisville, Notre Dame is Notre Dame going to make a playoff run this year. Potentially they bring after week Ian one. Yes. Book. Because Louisville, from what I hear is out of all the, the, the coaches that have the hardest uphill battle, I hear Louisville returns. Absolutely shit. Louisville managed to lose to Florida state in the worst way possible last year. That's that was, Bobby Petrino being an awful head coach. That was so bad. It was like Louisville, like Florida state was down the toilet and, and Louisville just demanded to be even lower than them. Louisville yeah. was the, the, the darkest turd in the bowl. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I'm talking about. This is the college experience. This is the college experience. Okay, guys, let's get to the, you better start thinking about your segment, Patty C, because I think I have one. I don't know if you have one. I'll think of one real quick. I have one, and that is you better start thinking about yours, Kentucky fucking Derby. Oh, 25 yeah. minutes after you crown this champion, you switch it. This bullshit on what, uh, what isn't Rubbin racing? Isn't that what we knew, Patty C? <laughs> That's is right. that, like, what the hell is <laughs> and this? Rubbin's son is racing. You change it to a horse that, that wasn't even the horse that made contact with the other horse. Right. Here's I'm confused. The first thought that came to my head when we were talking about this before the term jockeying for position. Yes. What are you doing there? How did that term come to exist? Like, if you're not allowed it's to, in like, the mud, there's like 30 fucking horses in this thing. Right. And the, and by the way, you need to start thinking about yours. Whoever, how about the people that run the Kentucky Derby? I should probably know their names or something. Their little room where they were checking their replays <laughs> looked like looked like like my bedroom in like fucking high school. You know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, there you can see like uh uh there's there's like eight inch TV. Like. Dude, there's like one TV that doesn't work. There's three other TVs. It's just, there's just like shit thrown everywhere. Like I see right. a thing of peanuts. I see a paint. They haven't even paint painted part of the room. Right. And then there's a, a surge protectors that are on the ground and stuff. And you're just like, what the fuck is this? This looks like you, all this money is going on right. this thing. And these idiots are just sitting in there. These people are wearing $10,000 outfits in the stands. You couldn't get something more official than that. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. You need to start thinking about yours. Kentucky Derby on all accounts. It's a ton of bullshit happened this weekend. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and do you have one? I do have one. Okay. Um, it's kind of obvious NBA. You still need to be thinking about yours because the more as the playoffs go on, the more clear that it is that golden state, even after taking an L is just a whole level above every other team. Every other team has 
troubles and they're all showing they're about as competitive as each other. Now the rest of the NBA aside from golden state at a pretty com- competitive level right now. So once Durant leaves this off season, maybe the NBA will have thought about theirs and maybe <laughs> that whole system will have worked itself out. But at the moment, yeah, everyone still knows golden state barring a fucking crazy upset is going to win th- another championship. And it's a relatively predictable season and therefore not that entertaining. So NBA, Agreed. you better start thinking about yours. Uh, greed. All right. Guys, this is the college experience. If you can leave us a, we got a bad review from some fucking idiot that said I cursed much. I had to do a solo manifesto. Let's talk about what really happened there. Did you listen to it? I listened to a few minutes of it. I saw his comment. Well, well, originally I went to go record with Patty C. We had an Australian friend that I ran. Well, friend is a strong word. An Australian (laughs) guy. Shout out to, uh, to my guy, Jake. From Australia, Queen. Great guy. Uh, yeah, I fucking, fucking hell of a guy. your hometown, buddy. Hilarious. I met Jake at a bar in Venice. Well, we I, was, just got, I was getting breakfast. Yeah. We all got too drunk on that podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's a rare day when a podcast goes off the rails. It uh, had to because we weren't really talking sports. We were talking Crocodile Dundee for three hours. <laughs> it's a lot like that time we uh, did some oh, mind-altering yeah. substances <laughs> and tried to record... It doesn't always work. And those tapes are out there and I want that pilot. (laughs) That's right. right? But if you guys can leave us a positive review on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. We need to shun this guy. The first thing you click on college experience is the first fucking thing you see is this fucking terrible review. And this guy is full of shit. All right. He's some old guy who's mad that I'm cursing mad that I didn't cover the Kentucky Derby more dude. All right. First off to you listener out there that was mad that I wasn't covering it more. Fuck you. All right. Because Look what happened in the, in the end. Look what happened in the end. They changed winners 30 minutes after the race ended in a review boardroom that looked like something. It looked like the, it looked like a, like Slaw's basement when we were right. fucking 15 years old. You know right. what I mean? Hey, look, I'm sorry to any real horse racing fans out there. A, I think you're full of shit. Yeah. B, like, okay. There are three races a year that anyone in America watches outside a fucking hardcore race fan, right? Yeah. Unless you're at the track, right? Unless yeah. you're at the track or you're watching horse racing on TV on a race that doesn't fucking matter. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we really don't know what the fuck we're talking about yeah. when it comes to handicapping horses. So we might as well just yeah. make some bullshit up since we have to cover the fucking topic anyway. We're real shit where there's actually strategy going into it instead of which fucking horse yeah. runs faster. Yeah, exactly. Then like, that's where you guys come to us for actual information. When we're talking the K- Kentucky Derby, fuck you. Yeah. You need to start thinking about yours. Leave us a positive review though. We are the college experience on sports gambling podcast network. You can find us on Twitter at SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C a three one. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D Give us a nice iTunes review, guys. We need it now. We need it now. This is the College Experience, and we're out.